It's the Sports Talk Live from Merrimack Radio, WMCK, with your host, Harrison Chase. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. If you would like to call in with a take on something or thought, you can dial 978-701-5063. Lots of uh, NFL uh, news happening today. J.J. Watt announced that he has signed with the Arizona Cardinals for a two-year, $31 million contract, which $23 million of that is guaranteed. It was also rumored today that the Washington football team is going to release quarterback Alex Smith. Now, that's another possible option uh, for, a qu- for a quarterback that the Patriots may be able to pick up. As far as the Patriots are concerned, there is more and more talk about them re-signing Cam Newton for another year. I got the opportunity to do an interview with Boston Globe's uh, columnist Dan Shaughnessy and get his take on the Patriots' current situation. That interview will be coming up. Uh, but right now, let's go to John from Butter Bang in Methuen. What's going on? What's up, Harrison? Not much, not much. Is that kind of a lot of money for J.J. Watt? I mean, really, what, what has he done? Has he been, is he, is he that dominating player that he was years ago? I don't know. That just seems like a lot of money. And not for nothing, but he's kind of a crybaby. I, I don't know. I just wouldn't pay him that kind of money. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. And, of course, I think every year I, I just think uh, the prices go up. And, you know, five years ago, would he get that? No, but now he is because it's just a different it's a different time. Yeah, I, and you know what? I, I, I would take Alex Smith. Yeah? He doesn't, listen, the guy doesn't make mistakes. Right? He gets hurt, though. He's kind of frail, but doesn't make mistakes. Well, that that leg can be an issue. No, it can be an issue, definitely. But I mean, you know what the Patriots are going to do? They'll they'll give them they'll give them a cap friendly deal. They'll they'll you know they'll give them you know put it this way. They're not going to break the bank with them. And no, there's a, lot of ups, there's a lot of upside with a guy like that. Yep. But, look, you know, the Patriots have a lot more problems than just quarterback too. They need to get some guys to throw the ball too. Um, you know, it's not just it's not just quarterback. They they have they have a lot of issues they need to work on for sure. They they, they got they have to draft well, and they're gonna have to go they're gonna have to go go and get some offensive players. You know, last year they they had a few games that they were in. If they win a couple of those games, they make the playoffs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and if you if you were to take. Cam Newton out and put Alex Smith in last year and a healthy Alex Smith. I mean, do they make the playoffs? I'd say they probably do. I mean, the guy played pretty good with with Washington. You know, yeah, he, he played pretty well. I mean, you know, he's just a sound, just a sound guy. Just doesn't make mistakes, like I said. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to Tiger Woods here. Okay, I mean. My nephew texted me yesterday. He says, oh, all the guys wore, you know, red, you know, to, to support Tiger or whatever. I'm all set with Tiger Woods. I'm sorry. Every, you know, you can love him. The guy's just got a dark cloud over his head. You know, with, with all the issues, the, you know, back in the day and, you know, his 
DUI he got, and now, you know, he looked like he was in a coma the day before this this uh, this accident. I saw a picture, and it was like, he looked like he was high as a kite, okay? And then he probably slept late, and he drove, and he was probably driving fast, and he was probably distracted looking at his phone, along with whatever else was going on the day before that he consumed, and... You know, it's only speculation on my behalf, and I understand that, but I'm just all set with Tiger Woods. Yeah, he was a great he, – he, he, he is, I guess, or he was a great golfer. He kind of tailed off, and with all the performance-enhancing stuff that goes along with him, I mean, you know, but it's – you know, everybody loves Tiger, so, you know, we don't really push anything about that. And, you know, it, it just it, – put it this way. When I heard he got in an accident, I was not – I was not surprised. Um, it just, you know, just some people have that, you know, the, the guy, first of all, the guy's worth a billion dollars. So I don't know why he's going to rush himself and drive. You know, if I had a billion dollars, I probably, I probably would um, like to be independent and drive myself places and do my own thing and still be a human being. You know, but I probably would have somebody drive me around a little bit more, or I probably wouldn't be rushing myself to get to a, an appointment or to get to wherever he was going to the golf course. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think of the, What do you think of those statements? Because I know you're probably a Tiger guy. I know there's a lot of Tiger. I guys am. Out I'm a big. I'm a big Tiger guy. I love him. Um, yeah. I. I'll say this. I, you know, I don't love him for um, the things he, for some of the things he does off the course, but for what he does and did on the course, I do. Um, and it was, it was tough to hear that he got in the accident. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this to you that Sunday when they had him on camera with uh, Jim Nance, he did. He looked high as a kite. And I texted a few people saying that. Uh, that he had to have been under the influence of something. Um, and the fact, when it came out, and then the accident happened, and I wasn't surprised because I said, you know, because of how he looked on on uh, Sunday. So here we have Tuesday morning at 7.12 in the morning, he gets in an accident, and it's just, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. And it's, you know, I was shocked when the when the sheriff came out and said he didn't look impaired and there was no signs of impairment. I was I was shocked. Well, Harrison, when you have a billion dollars, you're worth a billion dollars. Stuff like that happens. Okay, because that guy's got lawyers everywhere. He's got connections everywhere. And I mean, a lot of times these ambulances just come and they just sweep them away. And that's kind of the end of the story at that point, because it's out of the cops hands. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if they took blood work or that if they took. If know, they took, stuff, if there was any blood work, that stuff too that may not be able to be released. See, the thing is, there was nobody else hurt in the accident but Tiger. Right. If you have somebody else hurt, they're gonna press. They're gonna they're gonna try to subpoena blood work and they're gonna do all of that. There was nobody else hurt, so they're probably like, this guy's busted up pretty bad. He's got a couple broken legs. You know, it's Tiger Woods. Let it go. Push it through. Sorry, Tiger. Sorry, sorry it happened. You know, whatever. And so, basically, um, when I heard the guys wearing red, it's like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, good. That's nice. Support Tiger. Yeah. I'm all set with Tiger. 
And if you like him, you can like him. And, you know, he was great. He's great for golf. You know, he'll probably come back now and he'll probably have the, you know, he'll have the best doctors. He'll have the best rehab. And Tigers will maybe win uh, a match, another, uh, another major event. And, you know, golf will have its story again and everybody will like Tiger. And everybody will love him again. This Caballero is all set with Tiger Woods. Harrison. Have a great day, buddy. All right, sounds good. Thank you. I get to to vent a little bit. I think from now on, I think this is like the third time I've been the first first caller. Yeah. I think you should say, uh, and leading off is Ricky Henderson, okay? Yes. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. All right, good talking to you. All right, so there's uh, John from um, Bada Bang with some uh, very interesting takes on on Tiger Woods there. I'll get to the Tiger Woods thing, but let me get to my uh, interview with, um, with with Dan Shaughnessy uh, about the Patriots. Do you think it was a good move by Bill Belichick to get rid of Tom Brady or not? Well, it doesn't look very good right now, that's for sure, especially that they had no plan succession. So obviously, you know, Brady is coming across looking great in this thing. At the time when he wanted two years and $50 million, I, I I didn't see... I could understand the coach's reluctance to, to go for that at that point. But in retrospect, especially given what happened here and there, and, um, and given the lack of plan that they had in place here, it looks it looks like a really bad decision. Yeah, I would definitely um, agree with you as far as that is concerned. Um, who do you think is winning or has won this divorce between the two? Well, Tom's, uh, you know, say Tom's way ahead, secretary at the Belmont. It's hard to imagine Bill could make up for this now. I mean, Tom just won a Super Bowl first year out of here, and the Patriots were out of the playoffs, and the quarterback situation's a mess. So it's, it's really, it's not even a competition right now. It's just hard to imagine Bill could, could recover and, and have this be any kind of a win for him. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's not over yet, but it's it's pretty close. Yeah, I think it will. I think it will depend on on next year. Yeah, essentially. Uh, who do you think will be the Patriots' next quarterback? Uh, and then who would you want to see as the Patriots' next quarterback? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I feel like um, Bill must he must know by now. I hope and. Uh, I talked to Zolak about this yesterday. I wrote about it today. But, I mean, I'd be okay with Garoppolo coming back in here just because the learning curve is so short for him compared to others. You know, he's worked with Josh McDaniels, got three or four years in the system. And um, he gets hurt a lot, and he's not a, not a proven thing. But he, he did get to a Super Bowl without the Patriots, and and uh, that, would, that would be the way I'd like to see him go. I'd feel better about that. So uh, I have no idea what it might be. I just, uh, yeah, they can't possibly be planning on doing this through the draft. I mean, it's just, that's a rebuild, and, and Bill doesn't have time for that. We don't have time for that. So um, there, there you have it, my interview with, um, with Boston, uh, Boston Globe's uh, sports co- columnist Dan Shaughnessy. Uh, in his take on the Patriots' current situation uh, overall and, and, and really uh, lasered in with a quarterback focus there. Um, 
Also interesting Patriots uh, news is that Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, and Patrick Chung are all expected to opt uh, back in next year. But the one looming question is, is Julian Edelman healthy enough to play with his knee? Or could he possibly be all done? So that's that's another thing um, uh, to think about. Um, there's also been a lot of uh, lot more talk about Drew Brees uh, retiring this year. Um, however, if if I can if I state this right, he's still um, he's still under contract. I think until June or July. Um, however, they restructured the contract, uh, so so the uh, the Saints would have more cap space. Uh, Rain Methuen, what's going on? Hey, Harrison. Uh, I think I have to respectfully uh, disagree with with our good friend John from Butterbing. Uh, you know, it, uh, Tiger Woods did have his uh, his time in the sun. He still is a viable uh, entity as far as the PGA is concerned. So I I, I wish him all the best uh, coming. Coming back from the injury, he's not going to be the same Tiger. It's going to be uh, going to have to uh, wait and see whether or not he'll be able to play golf at a competitive level uh, ever again. He's approaching that age where he could uh, start uh, thinking about the senior tour, but uh, you know, I don't even know if that will be an option for him, depending on on uh, how his his leg, his ankle heals. So. You know, Tiger brought the uh, PGA uh, right right from a non-entity into uh, one of the best uh, programs, uh, best professional uh, sports sports around. People were excited on Sundays to watch Tiger play. They were cheering for him all along. Yes, he, he developed into that player. That people wanted to tune in also to, to watch him lose because of all the uh, all the championships he, he was winning. But he was good for the game. It's a, it's a good game. Those guys go out there and they they play their their uh, heart out. They they play for big money, and and it's a it's a, it's a good distraction to be able to watch watch them. A lot of uh, a lot of duffers go out there and they they watch him and they say, "How come he can make that shot and I can never make it?" But but that's where where uh, it enables the regular golfer who goes out on the weekends. It gives them some excitement. It gives them some uh, hope. Uh, at least they they can't compare themselves to the professionals naturally, but they are able to to uh, reiterate or, or to be able to, uh, you know, to see what some of these shots and, and how the shots are approached, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, as far as Tiger Woods is concerned, he's, he's good for the game. He had some uh, personal pro- problems. It seems like he fought through them. And I think we have to take the uh, sheriff's department out there in California uh, for what it said that he was not impaired. It has been proven or 
statistics have shown that that particular stretch of roadway that Tiger was on and got the accident, uh, it's been basically monthly. There are numerous accidents on that stretch. Um, from my understanding, it's coming down a hill, going around a curve, and yes, you know, he probably was going too fast for, for the situation. And why he was going too fast? Did he wake up late, as John said, and was rushing, rushing to the course? I guess we won't know unless uh, Tiger comes out and says what happened. But uh, that being said, uh, the Patriots, uh, well, the Red Sox, they lost their second straight today uh, to the Atlantic Bra Atlanta Braves. But I, I guess there are some uh, changes in the, in the situation. Uh, if they're playing a doubleheader, it's only going to be seven innings from what I understand. And if the game goes into uh, extra innings, then the team start off uh, with a runner on second. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy those particular uh, changes in the game. Yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, right now, I guess we're still struggling to find out who uh, all these players are as far as uh, the, the Red Sox are concerned uh, are, are, are going to be made up of. I understand they have an 18-year-old uh, rookie by the name of York who's been uh, yeah first-round pick. Well. So, so it's interesting. But uh, let, let's give a shout-out also to uh, a local guy uh, Central Ca from Central Catholic right here in, in, uh, in Lawrence, uh, Dominic Keegan. Now, Dominic, uh, he's playing for Vanderbilt now. And one of the things is uh, he, he had a tremendous weekend playing against Georgia State. You know, he came uh, he, he was three for six uh, in a as Vanderbilt swept Georgia State, he's had three home runs on the season. His last one was in the second game of that doubleheader against Georgia State, where he hit a grand slam. He had 12 hits and 21 at-bats. I mean, this kid is on fire, and we had an opportunity to watch him at Central Catholic. And uh, actually, he grew up in Methuen, so as he was going up through the, uh, the youth leagues in Methuen, we also had an opportunity to watch him. So he's a local kid who has done done well, and we should give him uh, all the credit, uh, you know, recognize him for all he has accomplished. So it's it, it's interesting that way. Uh, also, I guess uh, your sports programs over at, at Merrimack are starting to, uh, some of them are starting to wind down, your basketball uh but uh, others are starting to wind up. I guess the uh, women's volleyball team is is out there on the court uh, right now playing uh, against Bryant. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they are doing. And baseball, softball, they're all gearing up for their spring uh, spring sports. So it's going to be interesting at, at uh, Merrimack. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for calling, Ray. Okay. All right. Thanks, uh, Harrison. All right. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the program. Will do. All right, Ray uh, from Methuen there for you with a um, with a few with a few takes. Um, just hitting. Um, so I I hit real quick on um, 
more more talk hype about Drew Brees retiring. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, he's expected to work something out with the Steelers and come back next season. And and like um, you know, a few of these takes. Um, the biggest news story in in the past week has been that Tiger Woods uh, got in an awful car accident last Tuesday morning at seven twelve a.m. And the statement released um, from the team as far as the injuries, Mr. Woods suffered sig- significant orthopedic injuries to his right lower extremity that were treated during emergency surgery by orthopedic trauma specialists at Haber U- UCLA Medical Center, a level one trauma center, uh, comminuted uh, open Fractures affecting both the upper and lower uh, portions of the tibia and fibula bones uh, were uh, stabilized by inserting a rod into the tibia. Additional injuries to the bones of the foot and ankle were stabilized with a combination of screws and pins. Trauma to the muscle and soft tissue of the leg required surgical release uh, of the covering of the muscle's to relieve pressure due to swelling. Uh, so, so, anyways, that's the official statement uh, from the from the Tiger Woods team, and so now he's just he's recovering. Um, he did he did send a tweet out um, uh, yesterday watching watching the the golf, um, you know, basically saying you know turning on the TV and and seeing all the players. Um, supporting him by wearing the red and black uh, really means a lot to him, and and basically just further saying how how much all the support out there uh, has has helped him uh, get through this tough time and is helping him uh, get through these tough times. So um, you know, as far as me, my thoughts and prayers are with him and his family, um, and I hope for a speedy and fast recovery. And you know, last last Tuesday we. We didn't know um, what his what his condition was. Uh, it could have been worse. Could have been a lot worse. Um, but luckily, he he did survive the crash, and and now he has to recover. And I think the focus shouldn't be on whether Tiger Woods is going to come back and play golf ever again professionally, but it's that he gets back healthy and safe. Um, so thoughts and prayers with him and his family and. And you know, hope, hopefully, we are lucky enough to see him again. But um, I'll, I'll I'll end the note with this. I think, even though he won't be satisfied ending right now, um, it has gone full circle. Tiger Woods, the last tournament Tiger Woods played was with his son Charlie, and you know, give it another ten years, maybe a few years, give or take. I think we're going to see him out there on the golf course, and he. He he might be he's he looks unbelievable uh, at that tournament he played with uh, Tiger. Uh, so wrapping that up, moving on to the Celtics. Once again, they're sitting at 500 with a 17 and 17 record after beating the Washington Wizards 111 to 110 last night. A game that they probably shouldn't have won uh, and actually got lucky. Uh, so they're going to play the Los Angeles Clippers uh, tomorrow night. And as far as the Bruins, they fell behind the Capitals in their conference and are now in second place with a 19-12 and 12 record. Uh, and they will actually take on the Capitals twice this week, Wednesday and Friday night, and have the chance to take back 
uh, first place uh, because they are two games, two only two games back uh, behind them. Uh, and moving on to the Red Sox, they have lost their first two spring training games, one against the Twins, 7-6 to six yesterday, and one today against the Braves, 5-3. to three. They will face off against the Rays tomorrow at 105. And uh, touching real quick on Merrimack Sports, the men's basketball team is sitting at 9-7, and seven, two games behind Wagner, who they will play this week tomorrow um, and Wednesday um, to wrap up their season. Hopefully I'll have uh, head coach uh, Joe Gallo on, uh, on just on the whole experience with, with COVID and, and everything going on. Uh, another successful season for him. Another successful season for him in his second year, moving to D1 and here at Merrimack. Uh, Bryant University, their men's basketball team, who is in their uh, division, is in the lead of, of the division. However, they're on pause due to COVID-19. And they were looking very positive to make the tournament this year. And from what I hear, they might try and work things out to still allow them uh, to play in the tournament after their COVID-19 pause is lifted. Uh, as far as Merrimack women's basketball is concerned, they'll finish up also this week against Sacred Hearts. Uh, men's lacrosse sits at 1-1, one and, one, and they're going to play Bryant this Saturday. Merrimack baseball will open up this week right here uh, at home at their field at Greater Lawrence Technical High School against the uh, against UMaine for a four-game series. Uh, Friday, doubleheader Saturday, and wrapping it up on Sunday. Uh, Merrimack softball will also uh, start up uh, their weekend, uh, start up their season this weekend uh, against Holy Cross. So uh, there you have it. I'm going to pause real quick for station identification and ads, and we'll be right back to take your calls. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Okay, and uh, welcome back to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimax Radio Station WMCK. We're just about half through the uh, halfway uh, through the program, so uh, if you'd like to call in, you can dial nine seven eight seven zero one five zero six three if you have a take uh, and and want to talk about. Uh, whatever it is that that you want to talk about, let's um, um, per- personally here. I'll just start off with um, with with the Patriots. So it it's really awful to hear that they might they might be settling with Cam Newton for another year. Um, and boy, that that would be tough. I think to watch. I I don't know. I don't know what. I, I just don't. Um, I don't know if I want to give them another opportunity or not with Cam. Give Cam another opportunity. It was just so bad last year. Um, and, you know, everybody's going to immediately say, oh, you know, COVID this, COVID that. Uh, you know, pa- Patriots offense uh, is, is you know, the hardest to, 
get uh, acclimated to. So it's a tough, it's a tough call. But I, I sure as heck don't want to see him, see him here again in a Patriots uniform. I just don't think that's going to bring success to the organization. I don't. Um, and as far as you know, you know, Alex Smith can come in. I don't think he's a bad take. Um, but you know, like I've been saying, and I've been saying this all year. Uh, I think Jimmy G's our best option. I think Jimmy G's our best option um, because he already knows the system. Um, you know, you know something that uh, Dan Shaughnessy said it, in the interview. He already knows it. He's already, you know, he can already be acclimated to it very quickly. And I think, I think, uh, you know, taking taking uh, Jimmy G back. I think that's our best option to success. I just don't think anybody else can come in here and be as successful as him if he were to come in here. And a lot of that is just to the fact of knowing the offense because I think, you know, he already knows it. So I I think things I think I just think he gives us his, our our best option. But, you know, there's a lot of a lot of quarterbacks out there that, you know, are up for grabs. It's just, you know, who do we want, and is Bill Belichick going to pay them? Because he's—I mean, listen—he he didn't pay Tom Brady. Why? Why is he going to pay anybody else? So it'll it'll be interesting to see. I think you know. I think the Patriots and and Bill Belichick—they they still think that they're the team that, oh, you know, hometown discount type thing. I don't think that's a thing anymore after seeing seeing how they how they played last um you know this past year uh without Tom Brady you know one of the biggest things oh yeah come to New England you can play with Tom and you know be all set win a Super Bowl if you want a Super Bowl all set but now there's there's just nothing to it there's nothing to it why why would you come to New England play for Bill Belichick well why would you do that he didn't have a successful season so It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, another thing I've been saying all all year is this is probably the most important offseason and draft year uh, for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. It's gonna, I think, it's gonna determine a lot. So you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But you know, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath, and I think it'd be a a Bill Belichick thing to do to to take. Um, Take Cam Newton back. So you know we'll, we'll have to see what happens as far as that is concerned. Um, you know, moving on to the Celtics, they're just not—they're just not it. You know, sitting there at seventeen and seventeen, and listening to Brad Stevens almost make excuses um, for them not playing well is just sickening to hear. Sickening to hear. He said something yesterday along the lines of, you know, you know, through, basically through everything going on, I'm paraphrasing, you know, what makes you know what makes me happy and and what is most important is that, um, you know, our team is sticking together. Um, you know, an interesting take is well, is the team sticking together, but you're not sticking together with them, Brad, and. Is the team kind of disowning you? 
guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see, um, to see what happens. But I, I just, like I've said, 17 and 17, you're sitting at 500. That's not good enough. It's not good enough. Um, you know, standing wise, they're in sixth place. They're in sixth place. Um, you know, they're tied with the Heat right now. The Knicks are 18 and 17. And then uh, the Bucks are 21 and 13. Nets 22 and 13. 76ers 22 and 12. So if if the Celtics want any chance, they they're going to have to pick it up a lot. They're going to have to pick it up and 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 show some fight. And the first half of the season is basically over um, this week. They play the Clippers tomorrow, Raptors Thursday night, uh, and then and then they're off for seven days for for the All Star break. And they start back up against the Brooklyn Nets March 11th. So we'll see what happens, but they they really have to. I think they really have to focus. And I think they have to make a trade for someone. They have to bring somebody in. And and Danny Ainge says it's too late and and it can't happen. And and well, no, no, it can happen. There's guys out there that that you know that we can trade for and make a deal for because it's happening around the league. It's happening. So you're just making excuses. Excuses, excuses, excuses. And I'm just sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing it. We have to do something. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, you know, get rid of Danny Ainge. Get rid of Danny Ainge. Get rid of Brad Stevens. I, I don't know. I'm just sick of going to the conference finals and that's it. And they think that that's good enough and, oh, we'll come back next year and we'll be better. No. It's like they've uh, apexed at the conference finals and they can't get to the NBA finals. And to me, that's unacceptable. And that's, you lost. You lost. At the end of the day, you lost. So you're not good enough. So they have to be better. They have to figure it out. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But, you know, Boston sports fans, this can be a tough tough few years for us. Um, you know, I'm not holding my breath on the Patriots. I'm not. Uh, the Red Sox, not either. I'm not either. I mean, I barely know anybody on the on, on the team. Alex Cora is back as, as the head coach. I don't know how I feel about that. Celtics, you know, like I said, they, they apex at the conference finals, and I'm sick of them apexing at the conference finals. Go further. Do something. It's pathetic. Pathetic. So, you know, I, I don't know what it is. A lot of GMs and teams are mad at Danny Ainge around the league uh, because Danny Ainge tried getting rid of uh, Kemba Walker this summer, this offseason, yet didn't say anything about Kemba Walker's knee injuries and, and you know, how healthy he is, quote-unquote, and how healthy that knee is. So now GMs and teams are mad at Danny Ainge, so they're not going to want to do a deal with Danny Ainge and the Celtics because they're going to think that they're screwing them. So it's it's something to think about. It's something to think about. It's it's just not a positive time. You know, our best our best team right now is the Boston Bruins. Like I said, they're they're 
They're second in their in their league uh, behind the Capitals. Capitals are 21 and 12. Bruins are 19 and 12. And so the Bruins are two games back, and they play the Capitals twice this week, Wednesday and Friday. So next thing you know, if they win both those games, well, the Bruins take take first place back. The Bruins are a good team. They're a good team. I I don't know, you know, these different the different divisions. It's interesting because everybody, you know, that basically, you know, the Bruins would be going against, they're not. But they're leading the other division. So I don't know how the whole um you know, playoff thing is going to work. That'll be interesting to see. Um, but but anywho, like I said, the, the Bruins are the are, are are our best team right now. They're our best team. So I I really I really just don't know anymore. I don't, I don't. You know, we ha- we have to do something. So it will definitely be um, it will definitely be interesting to see. You know, back to the Patriots, Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, Patrick Chung, all expected to um, off, off, off back in next year, which is a good sign. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, then you hear about Julian Edelman possibly not having that knee healthy enough to return. And that would hurt us. That would hurt us a lot. So that'll be interesting to see what happens as far as that. And then we're just going to watch Tom Brady. Tom Brady is going to come into New England. And he's probably going to beat the Patriots. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. He just won the Super Bowl. And their team's only getting better. And now the whole thing is, too, is is Brady's out there. And, you know, if guys ask him about the Patriots, well, why the heck would you go there? It's awful there. Don't go there. So, you know, we'll see what, um, we'll see what happens. An interesting... Um, an interesting thing that has come out uh, about the Patriots and that could possibly um, hurt them is um, there's a sto- there was a story from the Athletic uh, last week, and, and before I get with this story, I'm going to go to um, Bill in the car. Bill, what's going on? Oh, hey, Harrison, enjoying the show as usual. Thanks, appreciate just, it. W- just wanted to uh, talk about uh, Tiger Woods and, and yep. the Celtics. Okay. So I know you're a big Tiger fan, but I'll tell you, if that was you or I rolling over our car and having a DUI in within the last four or five years, um, you know as well as I do that we would be probably uh, test, you know, they would test our blood. I think he got a pass. He got off the hook, you know, because of who he is. Um, that's my, my take on that. And as far as the, uh, the professional, uh, golfers on tour yesterday, we're in red. I thought that was great, but you know, they also, uh, are very indebted to him because of what, you know, he brought to the table years before. And those guys wouldn't be making near the money that they do now, uh, without Tiger. They, they, they need him to come back to the tour. Yeah, I I agree. Golf, golf wouldn't be what it is now without Tiger. I'm anxious to see what the ratings are going to be with him on the shelf, and I think he's going to come back because 
if anybody can do it, it would it would be him. Um, he's he's as mental mentally tough and motivated as anybody that we've ever seen. Yeah, I can so, listen. I can see I him coming back. back. I wouldn't be surprised. And I think ratings are going to drop significantly. The PGA is going to lose out on a lot of money, and they already are losing out on a lot of money because of uh, you know COVID and not not being able to have as many fans. So it's a tough time for the PGA Tour right now with Tiger being out at least a year or two until he gets back. So I I think a smart thing for him, possible for the PGA, would to bring him on the uh, broadcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, put him on with Jim Nance or something. I you know I don't know. Throw him on with the Golf Channel. Um, I think that's possibly their only hope at having at seeing success. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. And then lastly, I just want to touch on the Celtics. Yep. Uh, I don't think we can blame Danny Ainge on their very mediocre season so far. Because, you know, they, he drafted, you know, he drafted Tatum and he drafted Brown, both All-Stars. That's very hard to do um, as a GM to pick two young guys out of, you know, really, you know, Tatum had one year at Duke. I, I forget how, how many years that Brown had. But, um, you know, to, for him to draft two All-Stars like that, I, I think is, is, you know, pretty good. Um, I think it's more on Stevens. I don't think Stevens is. I don't think he lays into them as much as he should. I think he's too easy going. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if you if you watch him on the sidelines, he doesn't yell. Very rarely he yells or gets uptight. You know, I listened to an interview with him on ninety-eight-five, and you know, he said, "Well, just because I'm, you know, calm on the sidelines." I'm, you know, I, I don't, you know, get on these guys in the locker room. Um, but anyways, that will be, that's going to be interesting on how all that plays out. They do need, they do need somebody else um, because they're not better than the Nets. They're not better than the Bucks. They're not better than the Sixers. And they have sixth place right now. Like you said, they're probably right where they should be. Yeah, they're a mediocre team. They're at 500. The last three weeks, they have been at 500. I think it was 13 and 13, 15 and 15, and now 17 and 17. It's pathetic. Yeah, so hopefully they can trade for, make make a good trade that brings them, you know, over the top a little bit here and, and See what what they can do in in the, in the playoffs, uh, where, where where it really counts. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But keep up the good work, Harrison. Enjoy the show. And right. Have a good week. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. You too. Okay. All right, so there's um there's uh, Bill from the car. A uh. I just got uh, a text in. Phil Mickelson possibly had the best tribute to Tiger. He does not own a red shirt, so he was playing in Arizona yesterday, so he had to buy one. And the only red shirts in Arizona are from University of Arizona, and Phil went to Arizona State. 
So it was hard for him to wear that shirt. He hid the logo, but still worn it in tribute to Tiger. So I think that's nice. And Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, those are two guys in the prime. They, they went up against each other. They went up against each other. And, and those were the best. Those, those were some of the best times, best Sundays to watch. I mean, man, I, you know, I, I, you know, you hear stories and it's like everybody, you know, watch golf. Everybody turned on golf on Sundays to see Tiger win. I mean, that's how good he was. And if he can come back from this, it will be something else. It will be the biggest comeback story ever, I think, ever. So, we'll, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Let me pause real quick for um, ads and station identification. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book, take a walk, unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September, paint a self-portrait, catch up on a TV series, do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Okay, and uh, welcome back here live on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack's radio station, WMCK. Have just about 10 minutes left. If you want to dial in, you can call 978-701-5063. If you have a take or, or something I've talked about, um, call in. We'll talk. We'll talk. Um, so, I, I, you know, I've hit on a, a lot of the points. Um, I guess for me... Um, you know, I guess I'll go back to the whole the whole Tiger thing. Um, it was, I think, the news um, broke around three o'clock on on last Tuesday. Um, you know, coming out that that he was uh, in that awful car accident, and all that they were showing on TV was the car or the SUV, rather, from from Genesis. And of course, the the car he the uh, SUV he was driving was. Um, you know, a, a, I don't think it'd be, I don't know how to describe it, but it was a PGA Tour car, basically. Every tournament, the um, whoever sponsors the tournament, the PGA Tour will, or they, I guess, the sponsor will give um, their cars out for the players. So, you know, this week's, you know, they, they have Genesis's. And, you know, some weeks, I think, you know, I'll say they have probably Mercedes and, you know, different cars, different cars for uh, for, for, the, for them to choose from. Joe in Andover, what's going on? Hey, Harrison, how you doing today? Doing good. Uh, a lot of Tiger talk today. Uh, I got you know, there's some interesting takes. I think everybody, you know, wishes him well and hopes, you know, he, he uh, gets back to full health and, and everything, but I, I was really interested in the comments uh, people made. Uh, I, I'm kind of with John, like, you know, uh, I'm all set. Like, okay, Tiger, you know, I, 
if any of those guys had any guts, he wouldn't have won that last Masters. And, you know, he's kind of had, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? He's on the uh, back nine, I guess you'd say. Uh, yeah. You could say for his career. Yep. But, okay. And he, he, but Bill made an interesting point, too, about those guys, Oma, you know, a lot for doing what he did for golf, which is true. But when did Tiger ever stand up for anybody else? You know, when did he yeah. stand up for players uh, in the PGA Tour? You know, one one interesting take that I heard was, you know, before, uh, in, in the beginning of his career, he he wouldn't talk to he wouldn't talk to anyone. He wasn't really friends with any other players, and now all of a sudden, um, in these last few years, you're seeing him being more friendly. Um, you know, helping out Justin Thomas. Uh, you know, one player, an example. So you know, the way that he's thought is is different. Um, and you know, I guess for him, he doesn't feel as if he needs to, uh, you know, not talk to them to win. He can talk to them and still win. Uh, and that's different than than how he started because he wouldn't talk to anyone. Oh, I think that was the uh, whole thing with his personal life that he went through. All of a sudden, he uh, found humility, and uh, he knew he needed to make friends to get, you know, to resurrect his his image. Certainly, that's no, that's an interesting it's, uh, take. Being a lot more friendly. Do you think he would have posed for that picture with you if he wasn't? Uh, he wasn't on the comeback trail. I don't think you would have gotten the time of day. I don't he know. Was posing for pictures and signing autographs before that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, anyway, I'm interested though. Um, what did he really do for the ratings? You think that many people watch golf? I mean, other than the majors, you think anybody turns on the, uh, you know, or even say add the TPC to it? Does anybody turn on the Houston Open uh, because you know, hey, Tigers in the final? Uh, group i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna say 110 percent. yeah you think so huh? 100 percent. yeah um I'd like, I'd like to see the ratings you know what what they've been doing they're, uh, they're gonna drop they're gonna drop i don't know they got a lot of good golfers out there now a lot of people like spieth and kepka and rory and uh patrick cantley and hovland and some of those younger guys yeah no they're all good i just don't I don't see the excitement. I don't see the big hype for them, as as it as it is for Tiger, as it is for Tiger. Right. I, you know, Tiger's rare. Nobody, you know, he's he's done stuff that people haven't done before. Oh, certainly, and I mean, and, one of a kind. None of those right. guys are Tiger Woods. There's no young Tiger out there. And I think that's the problem, ratings wise. I think it's I tough. I, I will be interested. That would be something for us to look at, say, a year from now, what the ratings actually did. Oh, yeah, uh, 100%. I just, you know, something, you know, like like Bill said, um, you know, and I think everybody, you know, in my opinion, I think Tiger made golf what it is today, and without him it wouldn't be it. Uh, well, he, and yes. and the Certainly. golfers and the golfers owe him. I guess I I'll say the respect. I, you know I don't know. Um, just to the fact that, you know, the the money that they get paid, the purses well, the purses yeah. in the tournaments. He wouldn't he wouldn't make or these players wouldn't be making that type of money 
if Tiger never hit the PGA Tour? Well, that's that's how much would they make? How much would they be off? Would they be fifty percent less? You know what? I, I it's hard to quantify those things, but I I think I mean they certainly respect him because he is the greatest golfer that they've seen in most of their lifetimes. I pro, I suppose they're probably a little bit too young for for Jack Nicklaus, but uh, they might you know remember guys like Faldo and Greg Norman and guys like that, but. I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not uh, I, I I want to see this kind of play out a little bit with the TV ratings, and I want to see this next. I guess I'm ready for a new a new uh, group of golfers. I guess. Now, when you say that Jordan speak, they're old or they're considered the new. No, they're the new ones. They're okay. Like the new young hot shots, if you will. Yeah. And I like them. I, I like them all. And and what I love about them is that they all have this respect and they've all they 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 have all brought in the respect to the game of golf to the fact that if one of their buddies, you know, if they're playing Sunday and one of their buddies uh, you know, potentially can win, you know, they'll be there on the eighteenth green with them to congratulate them when they come off. Oh, and, they're all a bunch of pros. And, and that's, that's something that's, that's something we've never seen done before. And and I love that. I do love that about this new group. Right. Right. And th- also the coverage uh, of golf now is much much better than it used to be and you have the golf channel and everything and certainly Tiger brought you know all that uh, to the game. But I I you know it's not like Tiger Woods was the only golfer, the only exciting golfer, the only one with any charisma. And actually, it was the charisma, it was the playing style. It wasn't really his personality because he didn't really have any personality. Right. No, I um, – and, and, you know, just something that I'm remembering is, you know, Jordan Spieth, there was a time – I don't know how long ago it was, maybe five, six years ago, when he was in his prime, he, like, just got on tour, and he was – you know, he was winning all the time, and and yeah, it was ex- it was yeah, really. You know what happened? He got married. That was the end of that. Did he get married? Is that yeah. is that what it was? Yeah, and that was the end of that. So, you know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I like the golf game where it is. It's too bad about Tiger. He always adds, you know, excitement if he if he's uh, involved on a Sunday. You know, especially when he's wearing the red and black. That was a nice tribute. Uh, but uh, to follow up also what Bill said, which, by the way, Bill, it's a great call today. He, he's absolutely right that it's Brad Stevens, not so much Danny Ainge. To be able to draft two players in today's NBA, we were really just getting, like he said, a season or two. And to be able to pick the talent and then to put it on a team. And now your coach is the one that's got to get get everything out of them. And I don't I don't. I don't think anymore that Stevens is the guy. I think they're going to have to go in another direction. Now, I don't think yelling and screaming, I mean, there's different ways to coach. I mean, it's tough, to, you know, for grown men to yell at grown men. We see what happens when they when they do that. Most players start pouting now. But, but that's true. The wimpification of America. And, right. and But the thing is, is you need somebody to yell to give you that drive. And well, I don't know if that's, guy, right? I don't know if that's the old school way of coaching and, you know, you, you know, you make the guys earn the spot on on the team, and it's just, it's not. You know, I just everything's a gimme now. Everything's a gimme, and and there's no yelling. It's and and God forbid you yell because it's the end of the world. Right. And God forbid you say something the wrong way. It's over. See ya. 
oh, well, that's just the end of it with anything. Yeah. So. We, we all know how that goes. Yeah. The, so The cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I got a, um, a stat that came in uh, about, about Tiger and the ratings. So when Tiger was in the final round in the Tour Championship in Atlanta when he won in 2018, the TV ratings were up 206% from the year before. So that just, I mean, that's another thing that shows, you know, that he does, you know, he does add the extra ratings to TV. I bet you, I bet you TV ratings were even up this week or this past week or two weeks ago. I'm sorry, just because it was Tiger's tournament and especially on Sunday that Tiger was going to be doing an interview with Jim Nance on the broadcast. I think that probably spiked the ratings up too. Well, I don't know if Tiger ever, I don't know about that particular thing. I think it's when he's playing, that's when it's interesting. But I mean, he's not, he's not a provocative guy and he's never said anything that was, you know, wow, we got to turn, you know, he doesn't, he right. doesn't say anything. Vanilla ice cream when in yeah. interviews, you know? Right. But anyway, Harrison, I know you're up against it. Uh, great show today. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks. Appreciate it, Joe. All right. So uh, Joe and and over there. And that's going to that's gonna wrap it up uh, for me here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. can follow me weekly, day-by-day updates on Twitter, Harrison Chase 5. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. Mondays at 5, only on WMCK, the sound of Merrimack.